0: Deep in the caverns of your heart breathes a vision. It was put there before time began, long before you even knew how to dream. As the sun and moon were spoken into existence, there it was, waiting in anticipation, because it knew one day creation would yield its carrier. You are that carrier. For before you were ever born, God had a vision of who you would be and how he would partner with you. It's time you took ownership of that truth and unearthed your God-placed dreams. Are you ready? Ready to set sail and venture forward into the darker unknown, but astounding and unexpected as God reveals the way step by step? Are you ready to abandon comfort in exchange for God's wondrous and mysterious plan? Will you clothe yourself in purpose and discover who He created you to be? The choice is yours to make. But make it with haste, for the hour has come. The journey starts now.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Megan Spalding, the host of Vision Chasers Podcast. And I am so excited to be back with you guys for Season 2. So for those of you who weren't with us during Season 1, let me just give you a quick Rundown of what Vision Chasers is and, and how we got here, how we've gotten to season two. So I have always like really, really cared and yearned for uh, people and, and that they would be doing what God put them on this earth to do and, and doing it well and not burning out and like all of these things. And my friend Sibby actually put words to what I feel like is the epitome of my heart this past spring, and she called me a destiny defender. And I was like, yes, like that is exactly what I care about. Like that is what I was put on this earth to do. And so in 2019, where there is so much content about hustling and, and going after your goals and and chasing your dreams and and all of these kind of things, like there's just so much noise around it. Um, I began to ask, okay, but what does the bible actually say about these things like what does it actually say whether you call it purpose or calling or assignment no matter what word you personally use because i've found that different people use different words to say the reason that god put me on this earth the passion that's in my heart so i i was just curious like there's all this noise out here so what does the bible say like genuinely how in the world are we supposed to interact with god in accordance to our callings. Like how how much are we supposed to do? How much is he supposed to do? When do we know is the right time? How do we step out? And all these kind of things. And so last year I went on a journey of of reading the Bible cover to cover to just see, to see what his word said about it. And and through that year, vision chasers really evolved. Like when I started this last year, I had no idea what I was doing or what this was going to turn into or what the heart of the father was for this. And and so I've just kind of brought you guys along on the journey and and that's what I'm going to continue to do. Like I can't say that I even fully understand what God is doing by and large with Vision Chasers, but what I can say is I know what he's he's told me to bring this season and I have way more clarity than I did in season 1. And it's funny, I was talking to a friend this morning about season 1 and season 2 and where God's taking everything. And I was thinking about the intro to season one, and, and there's a piece in there that, that said, um, callings, purpose, and business then got God's way. And I told her, I don't even think I talked about business once, <laughs> all of season one. And, and season two is going to be no different. So we're still not talking about business. And, and I realized, um, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. So I thought naturally that I, that would be what I'm talking about. But guys, you have plenty, plenty of people Talking to you about business, business strategies, in fact, probably too much. Like there's just so much noise out there. And what what I realized, what I really began to realize, especially um talking to different listeners over the summer, is that I think a lot of us feel like we are flying pretty blindfolded when it comes to pursuing the dreams that God has put on our heart. And and not from like a business standpoint, but questions and thoughts like which direction's the right direction? And is God actually asking me to do this or is this just my selfish desire and why am I not seeing the favor that this girl over here on Instagram appears to be seeing and who do I think that I am to pursue this and I'm not qualified enough and when am I going to get my breakthrough and have you ever seen so and so she's doing something similar and she's doing it well what do I have to add to the conversation there's just all these different questions that I feel like are very common um, to people and and can be really honestly like completely immobilizing. And so over the summer, like I said, I talked to a number of listeners to really dig into what their pain points were and stepping out into their God dreams and what are their fears and, and what are their stumbling blocks and what are those questions like the ones I just mentioned that that just leave them curled up in bed, tears streaming down their face, doubting everything. And I know you know the days, the types of days that I'm talking about when just, ah, it's just total overwhelm. And guys, as I was talking about all these different emotions and things that, that we feel uh, as when, when the word calling or purpose or assignment or any of those words get brought up, like these things that we feel, um, I was shocked because it turns out that, that Satan isn't all that clever and, and it really stunned me as i heard woman after woman after woman after woman after woman describing these very similar feelings of of fear of inadequacy of confusion of overwhelm of loneliness if any of these words feel all too familiar to you you know what i mean it, it was it was as if i talked to the same woman like 20 times like seriously But what really blew my mind was that the majority of the women felt very alone in their struggles. Like there was this sense that they thought that they were the only ones dealing with these problems. And it really, gosh, it grieved my heart. Like I wanted to weep as I heard women describe the isolation of walking through these internal thoughts and and this fire (laughs) began to rise up in me. And I was like, we have to start bringing to light the honest experience of chasing after God dreams because, and this is like big old spoiler alert, it's not all daisies, sunshine, and success. Stepping out into chasing after your God dream is like honestly guaranteed heart surgery. Like that is the term that I think describes it the best, heart surgery. Because the truth is that fear is going to come up. And, and that's just the straight facts. Like that's just how it is. And I hear so often people telling others to, quote, push past the fear and just do it. And like, don't get me wrong. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I am all for that. I am all for that. And that is like so necessary. You cannot let fear hang you up. But I also wonder if there isn't a deeper work that can be done. Like what if the fear is showing up to show us something God wants to address? What if something that we don't just need to man up and push past, but that we can actually dig deeper and figure out, okay, why am I feeling that fear so that we can deal with the root cause? You know, it's like an identity crisis that we aren't consciously aware of. The very lie about who we are that's driving the fear that really needs to be dealt with. You know what I mean? If you listen to season one at all or like have ever had a conversation with me, then you've probably heard me talk about how I view God as this grand chess player. And see why I like using that analogy so much is that what makes a good chess player is that they aren't just thinking about the present move. They're actually thinking multiple moves in the future and not just about their moves but about how their opponent will respond and and how they'll move their pawns and and they end up having the end game in mind. Like that's the goal of a of a really good chess player. And I talk a lot about how I believe that's got how God has planned our lives. Like he called you with that chess game in mind, with that end game in mind. You have this very specific role to play. You are the pawn moving one space forward or whatever that looks like. And each role is equally important. And some roles might appear big and some might appear small, but each are super, super important. Like I can't emphasize that enough. Like it doesn't matter how big or small the world seems to view a certain role, like they are all vitally important. They are all gears and cogs in this this machine. And he's given each of us our roles with with great purpose in mind. And I really believe that the purpose um, is is the purpose of seeing his glory being displayed and impacting the greatest number of people. You know, that's just my beliefs. And and I, I see that all throughout the Bible. When God talks about purpose, I really believe there's two kind of two prongs to this. Like the purpose of us is is to be loved by him, but but also for his glory to be displayed. But what I've realized lately is that there is this entire other chess game going on. A chess game that's, that's not even about what you're going to do and how many people you're going to impact, but it's one that has your heart in mind. Because I talk a lot about how I believe that God gave you your calling because he's a good father and and he knew you would enjoy it, and I deeply like understand. I deeply, deeply believe to the core of who I am. I like, like I just like seep with this belief that that's the truth. But I've I've also begun to realize like there's more to that revelation. You know, there's like deeper, like ugh, there's so many layers and facets to God, and and He's just so like He's got it every single aspect of, of your life figured out. So it's not just about how much you're going to enjoy what he's asking you to do. But I think there's this, this other piece, this other piece that has, has more to do with our heart and and who we are and who he's, who he's molding us to be. Because here's the thing that I have learned, like through my personal walk, is that that when you step into your calling you're going to come up against old heart wounds like it is completely inevitable like 100% inevitable it's going to happen it, it just does i wish that weren't the case but but that's just how it works that just is i i don't know anyone who has stepped out in their calling and not come up against some old insecurity That they're dealing with or some anxiety or or something right but i i don't think that god surfaces those old heart heart wounds to hurt us like that would not be the good father that i know that there's not surface to hurt you but i really believe they are surface to heal you like i don't think these things are an attack by any means i think it's just our calling pushing us on pushing on us in certain ways that that just brings to light just these roots of lies that that need to be dealt with and they need to be thrown out and they need to be healed. See I'm I'm just coming to realize that that God doesn't only want to give us our callings for the role that we play in the world or even because he knew that we would enjoy them. Like I think both of those parts are pieces of it. But there's this other layer that we don't hear about as much or at all because like it's not that flashy or encouraging and it might make like people want to run away honestly but I think or I'm beginning to understand or believe that that he chose the exact plan for your life because he knew that it would be the journey that you needed to go on to bring you into wholeness how does that sit with you is it like too much for you. I know it's not like the most bubbly bubbly conversation and and feel good. Like like this is deep work. This is deep 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 work. He is calling you to a place of wholeness. You see God knew if he called you to entrepreneurship that it would unearth your feelings of inadequacy and comparison. He knew that if he called you to be a teacher, that those feelings of self-doubt would come to the front of your mind. Then he knew if he called you to start a nonprofit, that you'd come face to face with your own poverty mindset. Like he knew all of these things, whatever it is that you're called to, and whatever nasty stuff it's unearthing. He knew it and he purposed it because he wants those lies exposed. Because it's only and the light of god that those lies can be dealt with and you can step further into wholeness because he cares just as much if not more about who you're becoming as he does about what you'll do and who you will impact and i think joseph is is a great example of this you see at the beginning of genesis 37 he is just an unapologetic dreamer i probably can relate a lot to Joseph. I am probably a little too much of a dreamer for my own personal good. And Joseph just like spits out all the great things that the Lord has shown him without even like fully understanding what the dream symbolized and and what the implications of it were. And so he takes the first step in going after his dreams and he goes and tells his brother uh, it's funny, like, isn't that often, like, the first step in chasing your dreams and, and going after God's dreams is is admitting that you actually have one? Like, it wasn't bad that he admitted that he had a dream. Let's just start there. Now, I won't get into whether or not he should or shouldn't have shared it with his brothers or whether, whether or not they were or weren't safe people to confide in. We'll talk about safe people in a few episodes, but let's put it this way. In short, don't hear this message and just go share your deep dreams with anyone, okay? If the Lord is putting it on your heart to speak them out, then find someone safe to share them with, not someone who's going to sell you into slavery because of their own jealousy, all right? But let's get back to the point, okay? We will talk about safe people, I promise. It is, like, massively on my heart list of things we need to tackle together. But, so Joseph, back to Joseph. He shares his dream and what immediately happens. He gets thrown in a ditch and sold into slavery. And in other words, he immediately starts getting put through the process of molding him into who he was meant to become. The process of becoming who he needs to be. And in fact, the process of getting where he needs to go to carry the fullness of of the dream and what it meant. Now, don't get too scared. I'm not saying that your process is going to be as drastic or dramatic as Joseph's. And I'm also not saying that God threw Joseph into slavery, though he allowed it and he certainly, definitely used it. But I will say, maybe we should keep Joseph's process in perspective when we're going through our own hard days and those days when we just feel afraid and overwhelmed and anxious because I highly... Highly doubt that your process will be anywhere near as dramatic as Joseph's was. So when we are feeling insecure or have anxiety or are feeling depressed or feeling low self-worth, let's just remind ourselves. Can we agree to remind ourselves at least we weren't sold into slavery by our brothers? Can we just can we just start from that baseline? Okay, put things into perspective. But okay, totally off subject, but what I want to say is that that I don't want to lie to you. Like, let's just be real, okay? What I want to say is that this isn't going to be easy. It's just not. Even though your Facebook ads might be telling you otherwise and are trying to convince you that this is going to be super, super easy, the truth is it's it's not going to be, all right? Like, three simple steps can't fully prepare you for your destiny, And three simple steps certainly can't prepare you for the hard work it's going to take along the way. Like, there's just going to be internal gunk that you're just going to have to get through. You're going to have to navigate it and heal from it. And I want to pause here to say, let's nip comparison in the bud. If you see someone who looks like they're not going through the gunk and that it's easy for them, then it's one of two things. Either they're not showing the full story or they've just already gone through the gunk and they've gotten their inner healing and good for them. Look at them as a testimony. Like you're going to get through this. You're going to get, you're going to get your inner healing. You're going to be okay. Like you're going to be okay. And you're further along than you think. All right. So Isaiah forty three two says, let's let's just like get into the Bible a little bit, okay? I don't want to be just preaching at you from my own revelation. Let's let's see what the word has to say. So Isaiah, Isaiah forty three two says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk in the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. And you know what I hear when I read this verse? Like it sounds like super relatively encouraging and uplifting. But what I hear, what I want to point out is that the deep waters, the rivers of difficulty, the fire of of oppression, these are all unavoidable. You see, Isaiah doesn't say if you go through these things. He says when. But he also says that God will be with you and that you will not drown, that you will not be burned and you will not be consumed. All right. So the facts is we're going to go through some stuff, but that's why we're here. And that's why we're doing this together so that we can band together and support each other when we hit the gonk. All right. But the promise, the promise of the Lord, the promise that we can cling to and hold on to on the hardest of days is that we will not drown or be consumed, all right? It's right here in Isaiah, all right? And I have some good news. Let's get to the good news because this is all a little heavy, all right? So let's get to the good news. There are mostly going to be good days on this journey. Like, that is the truth, And I know that from experience, but I have to be honest with you and say that there's also going to be bad ones. It's just the truth. There's going to be days that are straight from hell and days when you feel like quitting. There'll be weeks when you're uninspired and can barely get yourself to do anything and weeks when you're just crushing under the weight of comparison or random anxiety that you can't even put your finger on. But all of that gunk, All of it, every little teeny tiny piece, iota, atom of that gunk is an invitation from God inviting you into healing. And it's on those days when the darkness is so suffocating that you can't remember any of the good days because trust me, when you're having a bad day, like you forget that there were ever good ones. But it's on those days that we get to choose to let him begin the healing process. So we can sit in it, or we can choose to begin the healing process. But I know what you're probably asking, what's it look like? What's it look like to start that healing process? And I'll tell you, step one, it's taking captive our anxious thoughts, our impenetrable sadness, our chaos, our fear, taking all of those negative things that are not from the Lord and putting them under the microscope of God's lens. It's seeing the lies for what they truly are and letting Holy Spirit guide us into an understanding of how it ended up taking root in our belief systems. It's allowing then for God to take those same lies and replace them with his truth, a deeper understanding of who you are, and how he created you, and a greater understanding of who he is and what his kindness and love look like in application. This is the real process that I think is happening when you begin to step into what God created you to do. You think you're launching a business or starting a movement or creating a product, but what you're really stepping into is the wholeness of who God created you to be and what he has in store for you. And that, that is the process that we're focusing on this season. You see, there is so much material out there to empower you. Like you ladies don't need another voice saying that you can do it. Like, I think you get it at this point. You can go literally to any corner of the internet and have someone tell you that you can do it, and while I absolutely believe that you can, and will be cheering you on and like pulling you across that finish line, I I just think there's deeper places that we need to go this season. You know, you girls need a training ground, and you need a space where where darkness is brought to light and replaced with truth, and you need a safe. Community to process up with. So here's the vision for this season, and where I really feel like God wants to go is, is just to get really honest and raw and straight up vulnerable about the range of emotions and thoughts that we have when chasing after these God dreams or even figuring out what it is we're called to. And then it's to conquer them with truth together. Because if you didn't know before today, Junk gets real, like really real, when chasing after our God-given dreams. So what I want to do is to bring to light what really goes on in our heads and offer honest takes on how to cope and overcome. And for those women who feel like they're the only ones dealing with the negative thoughts and the only ones struggling on this journey or who don't have a safe place to land – I just want to create a resounding sound of you're not alone. We are in this together, and most of us are dealing with very similar things, all right? You know, this season is really a coming together of those of us who want to explore the intimate corners of who God is and what he's doing in and around us. And it's, it's a banding of arms and a lifting of each other up, all right? So, we're a bunch of dreamers scattered across the country, but I feel like it's it's so, so important that we begin to come together and lean on each other. So one of the things that that I'm really excited to share with you that that we're doing differently this season is it was we're actually gonna start creating space for community to happen. And I have a lot, a lot of dreams for what this could look like and and how we can a bunch of strangers support each other along this journey. Um, so many ideas and so many different things that I want to launch throughout the season. But, but the very first thing that's readily available is, is we're going to go ahead and start a Facebook group. All right. It is live and ready for you to hop on in there. I'm going to be in there daily answering questions, supporting you. So if, if this sounds like something you need, if you want to come on this journey with us and and just really be a part of this community and this growing together and go to those deep and honestly scary places then then go on to Facebook and join the Vision Chasers podcast community group all right it's like totally open free to join no fancy bells and whistles we are just I just want to create a space for people to like get around like-minded people that that can like really understand where they're coming from and and really advise from from a space of 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 deep and intimate familiarity all right because the next few months are going to be a season of great strides and deeper connections for those of you that are on this journey with us you know i'm really deeply believing that god over the next nine months is going to shift things in you that you never thought could be shifted that you're going to be able to hear him clearer than ever before That he's going to breathe life back into dreams forgotten, break chains that you once thought were unbreakable, and heal the deepest of heart wounds. I really, really believe that. But it's your choice, whether you come on this journey or not, right? Like, are you ready? Are you ready to go to the depths? You know, I've been seeing this picture and preparing for season two, and and it's this picture of us on a rowboat, and we're sitting at the mouth of a cave, and we're equipped with nothing but our oars and a headlamp, and and looking into the cave, we we see that it's dark and it's deep, and and from where we're sitting, we we can't actually see what's inside. You know, we can't actually guess where it's going to take us if we decide to enter. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into at all. But but as we sit there looking, preparing to enter this cave, there's there's just this sense of of bewilderment and excitement in the air. This this hunger to explore the depths and the caverns. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're what this season we're gonna explore the caverns of each of our individual hearts and and, and just discover what what God put there, who He made us to be. What he wants to unearth, those those diamonds in the depths of the caves of our hearts. And and you don't have to do this alone, okay? I'll be your guide on this journey and we're in this together. But here's the deal. The journey starts now. So are you ready? Now is your last chance to get off the boat. But I promise, if you stay in, if you'll journey into these deep and undiscovered spaces of your heart, you'll see wonders you never expected to see. And God will mark your way step by step. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for these women who are listening, Lord. I feel so grateful to be on this journey with them, to explore the depths of our hearts together, Lord. Lord, I just pray, I just pray for strength, encourage and and, and and that you just speak that you just speak life speak life into them Lord I pray for a community I pray that those that are feeling so alone will begin to come together and, and and that family will form around you around hearing your voice and around keeping each other accountable to what you've said to do. lord we're ready we are prepped and ready for heart surgery we've said yes we're saying yes and we're committing to this journey and we are committing to each other we thank you lord in jesus name amen